eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. Okay, we do a podcast on this glorious Wednesday. Well, not so glorious, but let's call it a glorious Wednesday. What's up, Al? I don't mean to alarm you, Jerry, and I know I've brought this up before in the past, and it's probably one of those situations where people go, TMI, too much information. Uh, what did you do now? But we're, we're on a Wednesday. We have our uh, our final show meeting for the live show today, yeah. Wednesday. It's Wednesday at uh, 10.03 right now yes. as, I, as I talk to you. I last uh, went to the bathroom Saturday. Oh, you're in one of these weeks again? Yeah. That means yeah, all... This happens all the time to you. Right, but I, I did the math. I've had a, 11 coffees. Oh. Since... <laughs> and how many meals? Like, think, what, think what's wrapped around your intestines right now. Right. So it was Saturday morning. So I had... I'll count that I had Saturday breakfast. So I had Saturday, Sunday lunch, dinner. Um... Sunday lunch dinner. Well, breakfast. You have breakfast. your oh, sorry, you're right. Breakfast lunch dinner. Yeah. Monday breakfast lunch dinner. Tuesday breakfast lunch dinner. And now you've had Wednesday bowl, breakfast you've every hour. And I've had three coffees. Right. Unbelievable. And you don't take Metamucil or anything. No. Okay. I want to start. But it wouldn't. It did. It made no difference. That didn't make. I've tried you all took the five or six of those capsules. Capsules. Every no, I would day? take. I would do the drink. I would have a big Metamucil yeah, drink every day. I don't and like nothing the drink. would I like happen. The, I like the capsules. Well, I won't do the drink now because the drink's filled with crappy ingredients. Got it. So it's off my ingredients list items, Jerry. Okie doke. But yeah, you're right. I should do the capsules. I would do something because you can't keep doing that every month. It seems like once a month this happens. To At you. least. It's nasty. At least once a month. So you this start goes on. negatively. I was going to start positively. What do you have? Do you know we have a summer Friday coming up? You what? know Friday is supposed to be seventy six and sunny here. No, in in Istanbul. Well, because I looked, I uh, I don't see that. I I checked the weather yeah. today during the show. I was just looking because maybe in Bradley Beach. It's I wasn't looking Bradley Beach. Okay, I was looking in uh, Matawan, New Jersey. Oh, 
where we were going to be. Okay, so that's I, our first summer Friday, so you're saying. Yeah, but now you now you got me rethinking that uh, maybe the forecast is wrong. Oh. That we're seeing a different forecast. Matawan, New Jersey. I'm telling you to look live as we're doing we're this. We're looking live, Jerry. You are looking live at Matawan, New Jersey. Here we go. Now I'm going to get here. I'm going to hit daily, and I'm going to get The weather varies so stuff. much now. Well, you are by the shore, though. I mean, that I know, does... but I don't know why why that would make a difference. I know it does, but well, isn't it the ocean breeze coming right? Isn't I suppose so. Sure, I guess that's why people go to the ocean in the summer. They think it's cooler there. Well, it is cooler. That is true. Um, oh, here we go. Why in a bad weather state would I move play uh, some place where hmm. it's actually cooler? That's interesting. They changed it up on you. Yeah. Yeah, what are they saying now for Friday? 64 and sunny. Yeah, still beautiful. Which is still nice. That's not, oh, my bad. Next Friday. Next Friday. Two Fridays Next Friday is 78 and sunny. Well, they, Now uh, it's they, a week and a half yeah, out. Yeah, that's, that's a ways out. But, but, I will tell you, temperatures are usually right. The, the, the sky is weird. Temperatures are usually relatively accurate. Okay. I will tell you this. Next Wednesday, 70, Thursday, 74, Friday, 78, Damn. Saturday, 77, Th- Sunday, 75. If that's true, it's officially summer. Correct. That at least is a warming trend. Correct. That you can feel good about. Absolutely, Jerry. Oh, man, it's so disappointing. I thought it was this Friday. Well, 64 and sunny is a beautiful Friday. Yes, and even yesterday, the high was supposed to be 70. It was 77 when I went to pick up shrubs yesterday. Shrubs. Although, well, I'm not going to enjoy this Friday. I got to go do an indoor no, show in Jersey City. I, I know, I know. I I'll be I'm going with you. Mind. I'm going with you. I learned, well, never mind. I'll tell you off the air. All right. I learned something today. Um, by the way, you know, we've talked about for years, not to uh, have to knock on wood. I have no wood or, oh, there's some wood. Knock on wood. Yeah. You know, we've been uh, coming here to our studios in Manhattan since 2009. It's crazy. Right? So uh, when we park and you're walking the streets of New York City at uh, uh, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the morning, it's not great. No, it's not. Uh, Another man who does this sort of thing is Elvis Duran from Z100. Right. He revealed to Page Six and I guess to his radio audience, he was attacked by a woman with a knife. In the middle of the, uh, you know, at 4 a.m. When, when he was going to work. Yeah. He said she came out of nowhere. She had a knife. She was swinging it around. He got out of the way and, you know, a little scuffle and she took off. And then that was it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Crazy woman attacking Elvis Duran, radio personality. Yeah. I'm surprised. You're so you seem surprised by this. I'm actually surprised it hasn't happened to one of us. I'm surprised it hasn't happened to Eddie. Right, because he parks further. Because he will walk eight blocks, sometimes more. And he probably has headphones on listening to a book on tape, yeah, which is terrible. I, he looks like an easy target. I, I, I'm, I'm genuinely concerned for him. Yeah. I have been for years. CeeLo, too, when he works, parks very far away. No, he does. I'm fine. I'll pay my $10 every day. I want to be right outside the door. Yes, I agree. I don't even like parking the one block over. Which we do a lot. Because you don't know. With all the, Here's what I don't like about here. There's so much construction going on. I feel like someone could basically pop out of anywhere. Yes. We got a guy sleeping on the sidewalk, which is a sad, sad reality, but he's there almost every day. And then there's the crazy guy in the car. I don't know Mm -hmm. what his deal is. He's here almost every day. Yep. And then there's people wandering around. Yes. Go to bed. I see a woman every day, Jerry. Did she have a knife? No, I don't think so. I hope not. She seems to be, she has, she walks this She's a thin, 
Asian woman, from what I could tell. Yeah. And she walks the entire thing of Hudson Street, because I see her at different times depending on what time I'm coming in. Oh, really? She must be either going, coming or going from somewhere. Hmm. But she's by herself. Yeah, it's, I don't understand. Every day. I see. And, and even sometimes you get in here at 4 o'clock, and as the weather is getting warmer, you'll start seeing, like, 20-year-old girls, like, jogging. In min- or coming back from clubs in miniskirts. Oh, my God. I yeah, don't... the jogging thing is weird. They got headsets on. Like You're not really. paying. There's no way you can pay attention right. to your surroundings if you've got the earplugs in. It ain't good. So, luckily, Jerry, Elvis Durant escaped injury. But oh, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. That sounds terrible. Oh, yeah. It sounds very terrible. Did he, did he say that he's got, like, a, a spot in a parking garage? Did he say he, uh, I didn't did he say he was looking for alternate side parking on a <laughs> he Wednesday? Did, he didn't mention that. He did not mention. I don't know how he – I don't know where he lives, where he comes in right. from, any of that stuff. I'm sure, may, I'm sure he gave a little more detail on his radio show, but in the page six article that I was reading about it. If I was him, I'd tell him I want to move back to Secaucus. Yes. Like in the good old days. Oh. Have a parking lot. Sure, Scott Shannon was selling his uh, monster home. Yes, where's Rick, he going? I guess he's re- retiring know. to a smaller home. I guess so. Oh, I was. Re- I did. I read read the description of his home. It's like in North Jersey. Oh okay. no, West. Maybe, I don't know. I think it's in Westchester. I didn't read it. Westchester. I looked because I was like, oh, that's how's this guy doing? It sounded like a wonderful oasis. He's Scott Shannon. I'm yeah. sure he did just fine. Turns out he did fine for himself. Yes, Jerry. he did. Yeah, we, we just missed it. Right. We just missed the height of payment in radio. Not doing bad, but those guys. Right. We just missed it. I mean, every, just like Boomer just missed it in the NFL, just missed it as a... But but Boomer did hit it as a radio host. He did. That he did hit. He did hit. But I think he'd rather have made it as the NFL hit Yes, at $45 million a year. Correct. <laughs> and or uh, when he was doing broadcasting TV. That too. Yeah, right. That, that, yes, even one two year, windows. yeah, he would have gotten right. If, he, if Boomer would have gotten in the height of that, we were chasing Tony Romo, mm-hmm. and it was Boomer coming out of the NFL to do Monday Night Football. He would have gotten twelve or thirteen, or yes, twenty million dollars a year. Right, that is true. He'd be sitting pretty right now. Dude. He's still sitting okay. Oh, he's is, is sitting pretty good. Good point. He's doing well. Um, I watched another episode of that Emergency NYC yesterday. Yeah. And it brings up a classic, brought up a classic discussion, which I'm curious your take on it was. There was a gentleman who was in need of a kidney transplant. There's really going to be no reason for me to watch this. Probably not. But you also <laughs> said you're probably not, you're probably not going to watch probably it. Not, no, I'm it's probably eight not. episodes long, Jerry. Oh, God, yeah, no. So not a chance. You're not going to watch this. So a guy needed a kidney transplant, and his sister was going to do it, and then she fell through. I don't know what that means, whether she got cold feet Maybe. and decided against it. But anyway, he really needed one. And they put he put out a message on Facebook. And he got a um, unknown donor. What do you call that? Donor? Yeah. He got Random? A do- a, anonymous? A, a, anonymous. Thank you, Jerry. He got an anonymous donor. So he goes into the hospital because he's got this anonymous donor. He's going to give up a kidney. First of all, they showed the whole thing. They showed the kidney coming out to go into the other. Incredible. But when he went to do his, he had to do, the man accepting the kidney had to do paperwork. Mm-hmm. And on the, right there at the hospital, right before the surgery. Sure. And on there, it, 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 the, it was the name of the person who donated. 
he was a police officer, the guy who needed the kidney. Okay. His, his police officer partner. No kidding. Anonymously donated. Wow. It's and he has no idea. He had no idea until he was right then and wow. and, the, and then didn't see the guy until after they both had the operation. That is incredible. And he came in to visit him in the room. That's awesome. Unbelievable. It sure is. And like these doctors were saying, it it's not like donating blood. Like they're doing a thing that even the doctor said, when we take an oath as a doctor, we're doing a th- we're doing operations and things to help somebody. This is the only thing that the medical field does where there is no benefit to the person getting this operation, which sure. is lose, which is donating a kidney. Yeah, right. There's no benefit to that person, right? Only at all. The only thing that can go wrong is something can go wrong, right? Like there's that's it. That's right. the the upside is you come out and you're the same, right? You he was a healthy man going into this, and then you don't know what happens. But what an unbelievable story of friendship, Jerry. That is um, that is incredible. That is incredible. I wonder where I would draw the line for donating. Yourself. Donating a kidney. And just take my left one and when we take it, I put it back in. I think I would I would donate I would donate to my sisters. Right. Right. But like if my and both my grandma both my all my grandparents have passed. Mm-hmm. But if a grandparent needed one and they were like nineties, am I giving the kidney for a ninety year old Jerry? I don't think so. Probably not. It's a tough one. A tough one. Because otherwise you're going to watch them die. Right. When you could have done something. Yeah. Well, for a younger person. All right, like, your parents. That's a good one, Jerry. That is a good one. You have to, right? Yes. Yes. What? <laughs> you're asking that question? <laughs> that means you've actually thought about it. <laughs> I don't even know that they would... Uh, they would take. Uh, they That's would, different. If if medical would do that for I don't know that an works. older person, I don't know. If you come in with your own donor, I don't know how that works. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, but my younger sister only has one kidney. She did have a kidney removed, a uh, cancerous kidney. Wow. But if she needed another kidney, Jerry, I have to give one of up. Course right? You do. Yeah. Oh, you would never hear the end of it. Nor would she. Could you make me a pizza? You know, I'm. Re- I did give you a kidney. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you wouldn't be here without the kidney. You could make me. Yeah, pizza. <laughs> I mean, I'd love terrible. I'd love to go on a cruise this summer, but what? What? <laughs> a little tight on cash. <laughs> a little tight on cash me? for giving you that kidney. I don't know. By the way, you might see a bill in the mail. That's mine. <laughs> you can feel free to pay it. I do not accept insurance. Oh my god. Yeah, you're hilarious. I don't think so. Well, people give kidneys to friends and acquaintances. Yeah, no, I know that. Like these guys, the two police officers, Jerry, they weren't they were both retired, so they weren't working together anymore. Right. They could have gone their separate ways and they'd be done with it. And he didn't ask for his partner to donate a kidney. He put on Facebook, Hey, I need a kidney. I'm kind of in desperate straits here. My sister fell through. Uh and then oh, we got an we got someone. But it happens, too, in life where people donate a kidney to a stranger. Yeah. As much as we say people suck, there's a lot of good ones out there. It, amazing that there someone are. would donate a kidney to a stranger. What blows me away is how, in times of need, people are very gracious. And they have these moments of clarity. 80% of the rest of their life, there's no clarity and they act like a-holes. 
It do, it doesn't make sense. It's like you're two different people. Yeah, like we're two different species. Right. If there's a if there's some big storm or pandemic, whatever, we come together. Yes. You know, we're one, and then as time goes on, we retreat back into the miserable beings that we are. I don't I don't understand it. Like after nine eleven, did you feel like you were going to get mugged on the streets in New York? No, I didn't. No, I anytime I saw someone, America, right. You know, yes, <laughs> we made it. New York strong. We're going to work. Yeah, it's a little different. You're right. We come together for a tragedy. Uh, Better than a, anybody. Yes. But we do suck on a day to day. Yes. Basis. Well, there you go. There's a calendar. We come together in times of tragedy, but we suck on a day to day basis. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm going to write that you one write down. You write that one down, Jerry. I want to see that for I'm my month. Give you, and that will be your month in my year. Ca- In your calendar next year. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. Just to like, I don't know if you've ever seen, and I, I have seen this a couple times in my life, on a, written on like on a sign on a car. Right. That so-and-so needs a liver, needs a kidney, needs a, because you never know. You never know. And then the uh, the other thing with the donating is, um, you know, that if you pass away in an accident or some sort to donate your organs. Right. Do you know how, how that whole thing works? Because I found this out, too. Um, well, yeah. Once they, they take your body in um, to the to the medical examiner and they check your information, they take your organs. Immediately. Cause yes. the, and then they immediately. So they don't die. It, and then you immediately have to get. It to somebody who needs it. Right. The like, first person on the list. Right. And they send a plane for it. Oh, is that true? Yeah, because you only have a certain amount of hours. Yeah. So if there's a person in New York City who needs a liver, like was on this show, mm-hmm. and somebody in North Carolina just got into an accident and died and is donating, they send a plane, a, a private plane with a legitimately like, looks like an uh, a cooler. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is a cooler. To put the liver in. Yeah. To then go back, to rush to the back, hospital. Yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. And modern science is amazing and, and medicine. When I saw them pull that kidney out of a guy and then walk it into another room and shove it into another guy, I was like, there is no way. They shove it in. There was no way when this species was created, we could have, there's no way the caveman could have thought that at some point in a human life, you'd be able to have one human take a kidney out of someone and put it into another person. I'm pretty no sure. No way. I could be wrong. I don't know if it's CSI or NCI. One of these shows, there was one where there was a car accident. Yeah. And the person had, to, had contemplated saving the person or not, and they ultimately let them die for the organs. And that they were guilty of, I forget what the charge was. Interesting. It was like this doctor, they were in need for a family member, and uh, they could have helped, but opted to let them go so that they could basically take the organs. Brings up all sorts of ethical oh, yeah, absolutely. questions. Yeah, for sure. Crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. And I got to tell you, the kidney did not look like what I thought a kidney would look like. Because we only see the diagrams uh, in our encyclopedias growing up, Jerry, and our biology books. But to see what a kidney, it is not an attractive organ. No. no it I comes would... out, it looks like a mess. It looks like a little infant out of uh, the womb. Oh my God. Right. And gruff. What do you think it's doing in it there? It looks like a little infant slash brain. Yeah, man. Nasty stuff. Oh, my God. And they put it in to the guy who needed it? 
And the the sign that they know it's taking is, you know, the patient is catheterized. They have the catheter in their penis is to see some urine going into the bag because then it's then it knows it's filtering the urine. Oh, God. Incredible. It is what are we doing here, Jerry? Nothing. Stuff. People are donating kidneys. People are taking kidneys out of one person, shoving them in another person. And we're talking about baseball. And you're here busy telling me about the Mets. Yeah, I am. Get and lost. I got to watch that again today. Yeah. The Mets? Actually, no. My I, Today's a busy day. My one son's got a game at 3.30. My other son's got a game at 6.30. Busy day. That's a busy day, Jerry. And yes. you and I have a meeting to go to. So I say we leave now. Okay. We've got our live show on Friday. We've got one final meeting for that. All right. We'll be back here tomorrow on a Thursday. Jerry promised us a summer Friday. Yeah. So tomorrow's Thursday, and until then, see Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your official station to talk Giants. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, we do this for you on a Wednesday. They call it hump day. What's up, the Eddie Scazzari? Nice to see you. And across me, always nice to see, always nice to see the guy over Al Brian Duke. What's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. I'm embarrassed to be a Mets fan. <laughs> 19 nothing the last couple days. Hey, what are we doing? Uh, not scoring. What the hell is going on over there? It's a good thing that you had uh, Brandon Nimmo and Jeff McNeil yesterday. Six of their eight hits. They I each mean, had three. Everybody else had nothing. I mean, that was embarrassing. Yeah, to not see much. This, uh, wake up and see the score was nine nothing after coming off a ten nothing game. Well, not only that, it's two nothing in the first inning before you even get settled in. I thought Max Scherzer was good. This guy stinks. Max Scherzer is very he good. stinks. He was Jerry. not good yesterday. Justin Verlander's hurt. Uh, Max Scherzer stinks. What's going on here? It's a good thing we don't overreact. What <laughs> Max Scherzer stinks? I mean, it is almost impossible statistically to give up back. To back, to back. Does not happen often. Three home runs in a row off a ace. Does not happen often. That doesn't happen often off bad pitchers. Jerry, was I seeing, was Gorman Thomas out there for the Brewers yesterday hitting he, home runs? He was not. Was Ben Oglevy? No. 
was Cecil Cooper no. out there, no. Robin Yount. No, although a person on Twitter made a great point to us what did yesterday. They say? You talked about how the Brewers beat down the Mets like they used to in the 80s. Yeah. They, they were in the American League. I'm aware. So they really never beat them down in the 80s. I'm just saying, I, I, I mean, the Brewers as a team would beat teams down because they were the Brew crew. Right, but never the Mets. Never the Mets. But now they are. Yeah, now they just, I mean, I could not believe the amount of home runs. Yeah. They get back-to-back-to-back home runs one inning. Scherzer's out. The next inning, whatever scrub came in, gave a back-to-back home run. So that, it's funny because I was singing his praise. It was Brooks Raley. Brooks Raley? Pitched, pitched really well the other day. I'm like, oh, look at his bullpen. <laughs> and then back-to-back home runs. <laughs> it's okay. unbelievable. What a game that would have been. So cool to be at that Brewers, the home opener, and then the second game. 19 runs, all these home runs going out of the ballpark. What a lot of fun that there is. There were a lot of home runs. That, that is right. They got a fat guy on that team, too. Is that Rowdy Tellez? Yeah, I believe That's so. That's your guy? Yeah. Yeah. He, he hit a home run early and got homered. to wear the, the cheese head. Mm-hmm. They get they wear the cheese head if they hit a home run. Yeah, the Mets don't look like a great team. They don't look early good right They now. look very average, which that's what their record says they are. They're average. You are what your record says you are. Do you think they get swept today? Do you think they give up eight? So 10, 9, 8 today? 8 nothing. <laughs> I do think they get swept. I see this, this is my prediction. Sweep. Mets score one run. They, okay. get out of, they get out of Milwaukee with one run in three so games. So 6-1 Brewers. Yeah, 6-1 Oof. Brewers. I hope you're wrong. That Who's sounds pitching? Terrible. David Peterson yeah, for the Yeah, Peterson Mets. today against uh, Corbin, Corbin Burns. Burns, your guy, who you knew the first name of the yeah. other day. That was pretty good. I know. I'm always confident when I do, or, or, or happy when I do the show sheet and I put the starting pitchers for the locals. And you know who they are. And, you know, when you go to the MLB app, you just get the last yes. name unless you click on them. And when I see Burns, I went, that's Corbin Burns. That's right. But I'm not confident, so I always click the name. Should always check. I've been always burned check. way too many times by someone with the same last name, yep. or you just screw the first name yes. up, or you're sleeping because we haven't slept all night. Yeah. And I don't want to look like a damn fool out here, Well, Jerry. we do that enough. We do do that I enough. I don't need to look like a fool. What is Buck doing? Let's go. He's not panicking, Jerry. We're still in uh, April. <laughs> and he's right. It's just amazing how... We talk about this with the Yankees, where the Yankees are home run or nothing. And and to be quite honest, yeah, they've had some base hits. I'm not going to say they haven't. But the large majority of the runs have come by home runs so far. Fair Correct, right? Yeah. We agree? Mm-hmm. Okay. So they don't hit home runs last night. They get one late. Otherwise, they get shut out. The Mets seem like they're an all-or-nothing team, too, meaning it seems like everybody hits or nobody hits. Now, two guys last night got a few hits. But, I mean, there's just nothing there. Yeah. There's, and that, to me... If you're a Brewers fan, you loved it. You're you're bored last night. Good thing uh, Mets fans don't travel to Milwaukee because there's nothing else there. I guess Darren didn't take the seven line there. They go to cool places like Miami. They do go to cool places, yeah. Yeah, that's fun. I saw he was doing some sort of a night cruise. Did you see that? Uh, A night cruise around Manhattan. And But you were going, I know he canceled it because the weather was bad for tomorrow. It was supposed to be tomorrow. That's kind of cool. So not involving a Met game. Oh, I thought it was. I thought it was a night cruise, the Met game, and then back on the boat. That's oh. what I kind of assumed. Oh, maybe. I didn't look into it. I just assumed if it's him, it's the Mets. Yeah, sometimes he does stuff that's it's still a Mets-themed oh, okay. thing. But so maybe, maybe go to the a... game and then get on a night cruise. Maybe right. that's what it was. That's kind of cool. On the night shift. You ever do one of those around Manhattan? Um, I think I did. They're kind of fun. Yeah. No? I don't know. <laughs> It's enough with the fun, Jerry. It's enough with doing things for fun. That'll be the next shirt, Al Dukes, and then the word fun crossed out. <laughs> Anti-fun. Oh, my God. Not interested. But you did a lot of fun stuff this weekend. Yeah. 
a show, a concert, a couple of dinners. I know. I'm going to have to really. Re- and then this weekend, we got the the Boomer and Geo live show Friday night. And that already- is it. You'll be checked out Saturday and uh, Sunday. Well, and then Sunday's Easter. Oh, so you actually have to go see family. Oh, I got to get in the car again, Jerry. I'm right. just nothing but the car. Yeah, but you'll be there by noon and on your way home by 2.40. Car. No, this is my problem with my family. They start stuff late. They're like, well, be here by 3. 3? Three? Three. I want to leave by 3. Ooh. Yeah, three's late. Yeah. That's late to get started. And then, right, and I'm, uh, I got one foot out the door as I'm eating uh, a chocolate egg for dessert. <laughs> you know what I mean? And everyone's like... Jerry and I've been we've I, been doing this how many years? I know what you're going to say, and I love this. It happens every time. What you're leaving now? It's only seven o'clock. Right? <laughs> we haven't gotten started. Yeah, I got to go to work. I know, I know. I always enjoy when. So last night we had baseball practice, which was fine, six thirty. I'm like, guys, I got to get going. It was seven thirty. Oh, you're leaving already? Yeah, I got to get up in yeah. six and a half hours. Yeah. I'm leaving pretty much. Yeah, I always say to people, I'll call you when I get up in the morning. When I'm leaving Easter. I'll give you guys a ring when I'm uh, getting up, when I'm heading to work. If you want to talk. Keep your phone ringers on. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll talk about the, how the rest of Easter went. Very true. Yep. All right, Jerry. So that's not good for the Mets. Now, uh, the Yankees, you mentioned, they lost to the Phillies, and they're terrible. And the Yankees. Well, the Phillies are not going to be terrible. They well, just they started zero and four. They did win terrible. the pennant last year. Oh, they were in the World Series. Yeah, but even yesterday you said how many players are still even I, left. It is a little different, but they still have good players on this team. All right, and they have good pitching, and they will be fine. It just got out to a slow start. I think the Yankees only had one hit going into the ninth, and inning. they got the home run right by LeMahieu. Yeah, DJ LeMay who hit home run. Then they got a, they had uh, two more hits. What was in the time the ninth. of that game, by the way? I don't know, Me but that was Me bad too. Yeah. There was nothing happening. Nothing happening. Nope. 4-1 they lose. But listen, the Phillies got to win one game every once in a while. Yeah, but make sure you got to win the series now. Yes, now you got to win. And who do they got? To? Oh, Garrett Cole's on the mound Don't today, screw Jerry. around with this. Garrett Cole. We got two day games today. Yeah. We got a 105 Yankee game, Garrett Correct. Cole against Aaron Nola. And then we got a 1-4. Now, the Mets game starts 35 minutes later. Is the Yankee game going to be over by that time, Jerry? I know the games move much faster. This, <laughs> it ain't that, it ain't that quick. Last night, 2.45. That's a good time. Was I hearing correctly? Because I don't hear uh, the entire Sal show, Jerry. I'm in and out. I'm uh, looking at baseball highlights. Did I hear callers complaining that the games are too short now? Well, Sal complains that he's been complaining they're too short right from the start. Hates the pitch clock. Really? So the Sal cronies have called up and backed him. Oh, is that right? uh, The Sal cronies. Yeah, absolutely. The Sal mob. (laughs) And that's great. I mean, good. That's wonderful. So they want the games back to being longer. Uh, I think, see, I will say what I've always said. We didn't even need a pitch clock. What you needed was to keep the batters in the batter's box. It's not that difficult, but whatever. So they don't do that. They have the pitch clock. People don't. So did you see what happened in San Diego by any chance? With Machado. Did you see the video? I did see it. Like this is, and this was part of the issue I thought too the other night with Canna. The pitch clock is fine. You need to add a little bit of time to it, and we can't be so damn rigid. If the guys in the batter's box throw the ball. Now, Manny Machado was calling right as it hit eight. He calls for timeout, and the ump's like, no, strike three. (laughs) In the first inning, when you've got how many people there that paid, and you just throw out Manny Machado, and I know he argued, but I would have too. It's things like that. It's annoying. At times, it does feel sped up. I mean, I will say that. I, mean, I didn't realize that was the first inning. Yeah, it was the first inning You're of the game. Right. Now, if somebody goes to that game because they want to see Manny Machado. Well, in fairness, you did get to see him. And he gets tossed. Or if you're in the traffic, I'm sure there's traffic in the San Diego area. Yeah, you missed him. 
First inning thrown Where's out. Where's Manny Machado? Oh, he's been tossed already. Now, granted, he's jerking around with the batting gloves. I get it. But he did call time. You, I believe you're allowed to, the batter's allowed to call time once. He calls time, and the ump just threw him out. Well, he didn't throw him out. He called strike three, and then he gets tossed for arguing. Well, he got tossed after when the manager came out, too. Right, but it was something he's clearly something yeah. that he said. You know, God whatever knows. he said, it wasn't demonstrative. Like he no, didn't like, but it didn't look it. But didn't look God it. knows what he could have said. Yeah, there are some words that are triggers for you're out. Yeah, there are certain words, Jerry, you cannot call an umpire. He calls him the c word. You're gone. What if he just called him? Hey, you, you, you big dummy. Yeah, I don't know that big dummy is going to get him tossed. I probably not, right? I, I don't think that that's going to get him tossed. No, you're a total nerd. You that wanna, probably would stay in the game. You want to hear this just because we're talking about out of town basis, real quick? Yeah. I'm going to play one thing for you. You tell me what you think this could be. All right. All right. The end of that. Yeah! Yow! Wow! Yow! Woo! A bit chilly? Was that a cold broadcaster, Jerry? (laughs) That's Tony Kemp, who had a game-winning hit. And they dumped the bucket. <laughs> Ooh, bucket of cold, uh, cold drink. <laughs> Those are some funky sounds, man. My goodness! Yow! Wow! Yow! <laughs> I'd like to get him in a cold plunge. Oh my god! In a that... Joe Rogan cold plunge. <laughs> That's pretty funny. So yeah, I thought that was uh, interesting. <laughs> Another uh, interesting out-of-market baseball situation was uh, Cardinals manager Oliver Marmol. <laughs> Good job. Did I get it? Yeah, it's close enough. Yeah, Marmol. Calling out uh, outfielder Tyler O'Neill. I got to tell you, I watched this. Yeah. I don't see it. He's running. So his He's guy, not jogging. So uh, Tyler O'Neill gets thrown out. At home. I think from, it was Ronald Acuna Jr. that made the throw. Yes, that made the right? throw. Yes, made the throw from right field. Yes. And he was out by a mile. Yeah, it wasn't close. And I guess Oliver Marmol. <laughs> you like saying that name. Yeah. His problem with Tyler O'Neill's effort to get home was the way he rounded third is not what they teach. And he called it unacceptable. Okay. That, all right, so that specific part I didn't see. I saw him running down the line. Well, it looked like he was running. Yeah, but when you when you watch the even when you when you watch the replay, you don't see on the replay him taking the turn at third. So who knows what he so did? So what did he do? Just take I the guess turn he went too way wide? wide. All right. I mean, he yeah. was still out by five feet. Right, Easy. and that's the thing we talk about. I always say, go home. And make them make a good oh, throw. Hundred percent. How many times in the Yankee game two days ago? The uh, air mailed. You know. You know what the problem is with it is, and I agree with you. I'd rather be aggressive than too cautious. The only issue, though, is when you get thrown out by, <laughs> when you get thrown out by five feet. Yeah, it looks bad. Like what the hell were you looking at? Yeah. But I do agree. Make them make the play. Make them make a throw that's online, a one hopper, or thrown on a line to the catcher. Make him catch it. Make him make the tag. I'm I'm with you on that. Even this Tyler O'Neill, when he's where he was sliding to, I'm not sure because he slid and he was still about two feet from home plate. Yeah, it was it was not um, it wasn't close. It wasn't textbook no base running. But but again, from what I saw, it didn't look like he was loafing it. But now I didn't realize it was the turn that really angered him. But interesting for a manager to they must not get along for a manager yeah, to or maybe tell that's that, his style. You do, have, you do have you do have 
Marmol. What's his name? Oliver Marmol. Say Marmol five times fast. Marmol, 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 Marmol. <laughs> Oliver Marmol, Marmol, Marmol. <laughs> now you're at the Marmol. Um, you do have head coach. You know, you got coaches and managers that are all you, some guys that want to love their guys. Who's that clown we had here with the Mets? Mickey Callaway. Yeah, he, loved he wanted everyone. to love and dry hump his guys all mm-hmm. over the place. You've also got some managers. That are like Ozzie Gian that oh, I think I is going to be Guillen. fiery. Not that he's managing anymore, but you know, different styles for different guys. And I also think you have to manage certain guys differently because some take to that type of fiery response. Others need the encouragement. It depends. I'll give you a fiery guy. Let me know if you remember this name, Jerry. Billy, Billy Martin. <laughs> that wasn't too predictable, Al. <laughs> <laughs> Ever hear him, Jerry? That guy was a firecracker. I am, a total firecracker. Where are you going next? Earl Weaver? Earl Weaver, another good one, Jerry. That guy was a firecracker as well. How about George Bamberger? Mm, I remember the name. I don't remember his antics. I don't remember his antics either. Oh, okay. I just remember he was the first manager I remember. George Bamberger. Yes. You remember what team? I'm going to say George Bamberger coached the Mets at one point. Yeah, all right. That's what, what I'm you? talking about, Jerry. Booyah. You had to think about Booyah. it. Booyah. It was no Dallas Green, though. Is Bruce Bochy a fiery manager? That I don't know. He's got a great voice. He's in Texas now. Yeah. He did great things in San Diego. I don't know if he's a fiery guy. Not sure. He's never been here. Like, I feel like you get a better sense, obviously, when you see them every day. Yeah. Or if they're in the highlights every day screaming at the umpire like Ozzie Guillen yeah, used to. he was great. That's kind of obvious what type of man. Well, Lou Russo, you remember him? Yeah. I feel like he was fiery, I but also let his guys play. Yes. Sounds I'll give you that right. one. And Tommy Lasorda. Tommy Lasorda was great. What did you think of Kingman's performance? <laughs> uh, Kingman's performance. What did you think of Kingsman's performance? Paul oh. Olden. Yep. Oh. All right, 517. We are just getting started. It's a uh, somewhat busy Wednesday. And then we got Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Five five twenty five, almost. Uh, it's the warm show till six o'clock. We got Boomer, we got Geo. It is a big Wednesday program. A lot of baseball, maybe some basketball as well. Some cool things happened around the NBA last night. Uh, also, and the Devils helped out the Islanders as they beat down the Penguins. Two music-related things in relation to Mets and Yankees, Jerry. I'd like to. And by the way, I have avenged sevenfold tickets at five thirty. That's like in six minutes, Jerry. Don't make me forget that. Uh, the Jonas Brothers. We're on the Yes broadcast yesterday at the Met game. The Amazon Prime broadcast. Oh, right, right, right. Actually, I did have a couple people reach out and go, where's the Yankee game? It was on Amazon. It was on Amazon Prime, right, but they used the Yes Yeah, it's uh, done people. by the it's, – it's a Yes production. Um, so Jonas Brothers were on there because I guess they're uh, doing a show at Yankee Stadium. So uh, one of the Jonas Brothers got to call a uh, Anthony Volpe single up the middle. I think I do have that for oh. you, as a matter of fact, if you would like to hear it. I know they um, they were also in the booth with John and Susan for a while. Oh, is that right? Which was, yeah, which was kind of cool. They were just talking about, uh, you know, calling the game, how different it is, and all sorts of different things like that. 
My God, is this? Here's the Volpe single. Here he comes. He's swinging. There it is. Down the middle. Oh, oh base God. hit. Let's go. Is he going to go? He's going to stay. Yep. Base hit for Anthony Volpe. Well done. Crowd goes wild. We- <laughs> a Jonas Brothers. Yes. I don't know a single Jonas Brothers song. I feel like I um, should. I think you probably would. All right. I couldn't tell you off the top of my head, but my guess is I've heard them. I'm always impressed when someone can play a stadium. Is that Umbop? No, that was the Hansons. That was Hanson oh. Brothers. Okay. Jonas Brothers, we probably do know something. There's no way John or Susan knew anything about the Jonas Brothers. I, I, they're in their 70s and 80s. Right, that's what I'm saying, Jerry. I'm, I'm in sure my they 50s, heard of them, know. but I'm sure they heard of You're them. You're sure they're aware that they exist. Well, of course. Doesn't mean they're listening to them. Then I got a... This is an interesting one, Jerry. I got a press release from the Mets. Oh, okay. That says uh, there's a there's a performance at Sea Field on July eighth. Okay. By Burna Boy. I don't know who that is. I know Pink is playing there. This is not Pink, Jerry. This is Burna Boy. Okay. Announces historic show as he's set to become the first Nigerian artist to headline a U.S. stadium. Great. Now, when I heard Nigerian artist and Burna Boy, at first I thought it was Soja Boy who was on uh, 90 he Day Fiance. Had a what? That's different from Soldier Boy, an artist you know here. Yes, Soja Boy was on 90 Day Fiance. He's a rapper in Nigeria. Twice was he on stole 90. the name. That's what I keep thinking. And I don't care if he spells it differently. Yeah. He stole the name. I think he stole the name. That's why I thought it was huh. the first, though. That would be like someone getting a job as a producer, and their name is Al D O O K S, Al Dukes. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't like that. No, of course you wouldn't. I wouldn't care for that one bit. Huh. My question is this: How do they know Burna Boy is popular enough here to play a stadium? Well, my guess would be that there's a huge Nigerian population here that has come over. Or why wouldn't there be? Especially in New York. I mean, New yeah. York is so, I mean, right, we got people from everywhere. I, that doesn't surprise me, actually. Burna Boy. If this does well, maybe we'll get other Nigerian artists. So, let's see. So, is Burna Boy on Spotify? Uh, probably, Jerry. All right, hold on, hold on. So I'm always fascinated by this because we always think of our little box, what how we listen you, to and we watch. I know you, you're just learning of this uh, terrific artist, Jerry. I am. How would you spell Burna yourself? I've got the spelling in front All of right, me. All right, so I'm going to ask you to spell yeah. it because I would spell it B-U-R-N-A. Correct. Is that right? That's the correct spelling. Good job. Oh, look at me. All right, so if I put... Hey, look at you, Jerry. Burna Boy. Oh, he Burna comes Boy. right up. Yeah. I mean, his most popular song is 237 million plays. Interesting. It's called Last Last. Maybe I'll play that coming out of break. I don't, well, it's, that, there's no, I'll there's say no this, curses? there's no E for explicit in well, that for song. for Burna Boy. If Burna Boy can uh, perform without cursing, I'm sure the Jonas Brothers, same thing. That's two clean artists, Jerry. That's what I like in my baseball, my local baseball. Well, players. I mean, his fourth song and fifth song are explicit. Oh. Well, but okay. his, I, I will tell you, though, his top five songs on Spotify. Yeah. The tens of millions of plays, his top two songs, hundreds of millions. No, it hasn't reached the bill. Who would you say is the top The top song would be by who, would you say? I'm Taylor gonna, Swift? Yeah, yeah. I also you know who else? I, I follow this guy, Eric Alper, I think his name is, on uh, t- on uh, Twitter. He's a music guy. He always right. is, is t- writing about Drake in the top. I think Drake has like a lot more songs than I'm aware of. All right, so the most uh, Drake probably does, yes. I'm trying to see because I saw the most streamed songs. There's three and a half billion, and that's a lot. Blinding Lights by The Weeknd. 
Oh, right. I did see that. Has been streamed yeah. three and a half billion times. This guy, The Weeknd, is also much more popular than uh, than I would think. Well, but again, that's pop music. You're not listening to it. You don't know that, Jerry? I do know that. Ed Sheeran is pop music, 3.4 billion for Shape of You, whatever song that is. I'm sure I know it. You do know it. I'm sure I do. I am only currently listening to artists in their 70s. So right now, Jerry, I'm probably not the best person. No, probably not. And as I'm going down here, the list, there's no one from the 70s in the billions. Uh, Drake. Number seven on the list with the song One Dance, 2.6 billion plays. Damn. Yeah, and that's but it also goes to show, too, how much more this plays to the younger audience that are streaming music nonstop. Yeah. Like, par- I'm like, my parents are not, they're, they're not listening, they're not streaming music. They're still listening to the radio. My, my kids stream everything. Even Matthew's put the Odyssey app on now, which is great. He's also listened to the fan in Dallas, which is kind of cool. I got him into that. But they stream everything. So and when you, it doesn't surprise me that Martha and the Vandellas aren't on this list. That shocked me, Jerry. I'll be honest with you. Was, <laughs> the, the fact that Heat Wave didn't come up as one of the <laughs> actually, most streamed songs ever. Uh, what's funny you you say <laughs> that is it actually does, but it's the one by the Glass Animals. <laughs> All right, that's a good. I play it as bumper music sometimes. Here, number I thirteen, Heat Waves, two point three billion plays, but not the old Heat Waves. <laughs> I actually funny. played that yesterday coming out of one of the breaks. It's a good song, very good too. song. Uh, all right. How, all right. How would you? This is funny. So you just told me how would I spell Burna Boy? One Burna second. Boy, yeah. How would you spell Juice World? Juice World, Jerry? Yes. J U I C E. That's true. W R L D. Oh, look That's at you. That's what I'm talking about. Now, how Jerry? did you know that? Or would you take a guess? I took a guess because uh, you said it was spelled different. Then, then after you said that, I was kind of remember seeing it written somewhere. Ah, damn it! I thought In I the had meantime, you there, Jerry. Oh my goodness, Jerry. <laughs> That's Avenged Sevenfold. Right now, you could be caller number 7 at 866-540-WFAN. That's 866-540-9326. Your chance to win a pair of tickets to see Avenged Sevenfold at Madison Square Garden on Friday, June 23rd. From our friends, Jerry, at Live Nation. To purchase tickets, visit LiveNation.com. You know what I don't understand? I know we're, we've kind of we've moved off the sports for a minute, but you've heard the name Marshmallow? Yes. Why is it that the lead singer, because he's just a DJ, right? Is that what he is? I believe so. How come on some of his songs there's no credit to the lead singer? I only say that because I see here... Marshmallow's got uh, with Bastille. Mm-hmm. They got the song Happier. That's number forty-seven on the list. But I have songs on Spotify on mine yeah. where it just comes up Marshmallow and it's a woman singing. I don't know, and they're not identified in term. It's just like it's his song. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that works. Hmm. I thought you're the music guy. Yeah. I thought you'd know that. Nope. So I guess he wrote it. He did everything. But I would think you'd give some credit to the singer. I guess that's the way you would look at it as a band. I don't know. That's a good question. I'd love to get Marshmallow on the phone. Who's Quavo? Ask him these hard-hitting questions. Quavo is a popular artist now. I've heard it of Quavo. must be because he has a song with uh, Post Malone. By the way, I am up to song 72. Mm-hmm. I've got nothing in terms of like an older band or yeah. artist. All right. Are the Arctic Monkeys old? No. That's new too? Jeez. Well, they're newer. They're not old. Are They're not brand new, Jerry, but they're not Paul McCartney. All right, you know what? This might be the oldest one that I just came across, Oasis, Wonderwall. Oh, yeah, people love the Wonderwall. And there's an old Eminem song in here, too, Lose Yourself. Other than that, they're all new. All new stuff. Yeah. You a Bad Bunny fan? Uh, no, I'm not even a, <laughs> I don't know what that is. I know. I'm just kidding. 
Jerry, Caitlin Clark was on a Sports Center yesterday. Yes, she was. And she has no problem with Angel Reese trash talking or doing the hand gesture. She said she loves it. She's Very all, mature response. Uh, yeah, she's all for the competitiveness. She also said that she doesn't think runners up should go to the White House. She's right. We don't do this with anybody else. Yep. So very mature in both cases from Caitlin Clark. And then I heard uh, one of the uh, political sports people that I listened to, I honestly can't remember who it was, uh, said that Jason they, Whitlock. Who else do you listen to? Uh, like Clay Travis. He's uh, a political heard, guy. I don't even think of him, though. Well, yeah, I was thinking more sports political. Yeah. Okay. But, yes, Jason Whitlock, definitely political sports guy, uh, saying that, you know, Iowa is a very – is a state that, that presidential candidates always battle for. Iowa's the Iowa was, caucuses. Yes, Jerry. And they felt like that was a political move to invite Iowa because they need Iowa for whatever – Well, there's a presidential election coming up. I know, but who's running, Jerry? Well, one guy's I mean, a thousand years old. One guy – I know he is, but is he's a, got an opportunity to rerun. And one guy's a nutcase – what are we doing, Jerry? We need another candidate to show his face I, I, or her face, Jerry. It's I 2023. Don't know. One candidate's in, in court yesterday with yes. 34 charges against him. Another one looks, another looks guy like he's was a thousand years. I don't know. I don't mumbling know. Mumbling about chocolate ice cream. I, what are we doing? I don't know. What I, do we do, Jerry? I have no idea. You want to run for, go, for uh, office? Let's go. And I also like, <laughs> I do love this LSU Angel Reese. Still deciding, Jerry. <laughs> she's not still deciding. <laughs> she she's is. going. She's still deciding whether she's, she's going to the White House. Love she's it. She's going. Knock it off. She doesn't like this uh, Jill Biden inviting Iowa. And didn't didn't she? Didn't the first lady also come out and say it really wasn't an invitation? Yes. She backtracked. Right. She After backtracked. She got it. Destroyed on social media. Yeah. I'm sure and saw it and found out about yes. it. Yes. I would think. Oh, look, there's the video. That's funny. They're like, uh, yes, uh, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to walk back that uh, invite. Yes, 100. percent Tony Kemp. <laughs> and as far as the men's basketball, which I don't even care for anymore, Jerry, I yeah. watch mainly, mainly just women's NCAA mm-hmm. these no, days. You don't watch any basketball. I'm watching mostly you don't even the, know the women's. Rule. You're not even sure if a, if a basket's two or three points at this point. From farther away, it's three right. for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, rec- I do like this. They go record low, record yeah, low audience for the men's championship game, UConn-San Diego State. They still got... Almost 15 million people. Correct. But which, comparatively speaking to other ones, that's all that that means. But we also know that every year, aside from the Super Bowl, every year we lose audience on regular television. It, yes, except that you got 10 million people for the women's game. That's a good point. It goes to show like what people were watching. So you talk about Steph Curry as a lightning rod when he's on fire hitting threes. You know, LeBron James can be. She's become that. This Caitlin Clark. People actually want to watch her. Yeah. What What about this, Jerry? LSU women's versus UConn men's. They would Let's get put destroyed. That on. Who would get it. destroyed? Come on now. Stop. Stop. Hmm. I would watch that. You put that on TV, you get more than 15 million people. Oh, you would watch it, but it. Uh, <laughs> come on now. Oh, I'd watch it, Jerry. I'm curious what the most watched NCAA tournament game was. Let's see. I'd like to Michigan see. State. Oh, Michigan State and your Indiana State in 79 got 35 million viewers. Wow. Yeah. Damn. But this Larry was Bird, also, Magic Johnson. This was also a game I think is more like baseball in that I felt like it was really regional. Like if you were in the Northeast and you were into UConn, you watched it. San Diego State, I don't know how many fans they have. And I don't know how much the rest of the country cared. And that's that's true. I don't I'm not being that's just kind of the way it was. I had very little interest in it. Plus, you also didn't think it was going to be that competitive because UConn had been beating people up. 
Yeah, I mean, the only thing I was trying to tell you was the fact that San Diego State had been a very good defensive team. Maybe they would keep the scoring down, but that really wasn't the case. They still still scored seventy six points. Mm-hmm. So, but that doesn't that number doesn't surprise me because while you know it's funny, I don't remember where I, where I read it or heard it or saw it. Someone made the point. Maybe it was Brandon. I don't even know. Someone made the point how UConn has five national championships now. It's like the same as Duke. Yeah, we don't think of them that way. No, but I think we need to start thinking of them that way because they've. it's pretty impressive, actually, what they've done. So, all right, we'll take a break. We're late. 537, when we come back, so much more to do and so little time to do it in. And then 6 o'clock, we'll turn things over to Boomer and Geo on the fan. Last, last. Now everybody go to breakfast. Come on, Gary. I like it. You want to go? Get into Burner Boy. Let's go. Uh, you know what? This one could go on the uh, the playlist. I'm not gonna lie. Oh it, yeah, it kind of works for me. City Field, Burner Boy. And when is this now? It's in July. Oh, it's in July, Jerry. All right, you get some Burner Boy. What would it take get to get here, you Jerry? to go there at the City Field to a concert? Well, that, to go to City Field for a concert's not for me. It's uh, it's not for me, Jerry. Let's say he was playing the Art Center. Would you go? No. All right then. What if he was in Asbury Park? Would you go? Asbury Park, yeah. If I could go see uh, Burna Boy at the Stone Pony Summer Stage, I could walk there. Yes, I'm in for that. Then you, well, I feel like you'd be in for that no matter who it was, really. Uh, it depends. depends. It depends. All right. Depends how much weed is going to be smoked. Like, I went to see uh, Willie Nelson there. Yes. Oh, forget it. It was just weed everywhere. Willie Nelson's still playing, is he not? Yeah. That's what I mean. It's just, weed. it's just an excuse for people to smoke weed, Jerry. Well, I think they also happen to like Willie Nelson. Weed, weed, weed. It's weed and Willie. You think there's a weed and Willie tour? We, yeah, I do. I bet you there's been a tour already called Weed and Willie. <laughs> That's kind of funny. By the way, uh, Pornhub said that searches for Pornhub, Stormy... Is this the podcast? <laughs> st- searches for Stormy Daniels reached an all-time high yesterday. Uh, are you surprised people by that? People looking to check out what's going on with the Donald and Stormy Daniels. I am not surprised by that oh, at all. Yeah. That's, that's always uh, timely when things like that happen. Very timely, Jerry. Yes, uh, you got to see what's going on in the news. You head to Pornhub. You type in Stormy Daniels. You see what's the story with her. And uh, there you go. You get the story of it. What was the favorite one you found? Well, I, didn't, I didn't do this yesterday. You did not do this. I okay. was reading this this morning. Okay. But not surprising, like you said. People love to uh, Google and uh, of course Pornhub search. This sort of thing when it's in the in the news, it is. But it is funny though how we don't does. we don't think about it unless we hear about them, yeah. and then all of a sudden you're into it. Of course, she probably doesn't get any money for all this streaming of her. You know, you're talking about uh, uh, what's the guy's name? Burna Boy. Yes, he's getting uh, credits and money for all these streams. Poor Stormy Daniels. People are streaming her pornography on uh, Pornhub. She ain't getting nothing. Now, why would she not get paid for that? I don't know. Okay. I don't know, Jerry. It's not. It's not as uh, they don't really break it down the way uh, the streaming services do. Yeah, I know. That seems like for even her. watching that documentary, it seems like it's more anything goes. Anything goes. You can't get into the porn industry, Jerry. You'll be taken advantage of. I wasn't planning on it. Oh. What is wrong with you? A couple of quick notes here for oh, you. Okay, good. Quick notes. Quick notes. Uh, Bill Belichick is reportedly quote really pissed off. Yeah. At Mac Jones and is shopping that fella. I saw. They well, say they were mad at him because Mac Jones went outside the facility to get help. And they yeah, don't like that. But the problem, I saw what Chris Sims said. He don't like it one bit, that Bill Belichick. He said he went to the coaches at Alabama. <laughs> That's what, That was what the story said. That was Chris Sims. Yeah. He was looking for help with the offense, and he went to college coaches. Okay. Instead of 
Mr. Bill Belichick. Which you knew was going to get back to Belichick. And his mullet-haired son. So maybe it's time for them to move on. Maybe they maybe they can trade for Lamar Jackson. He doesn't want him either, though. Yeah, I think he wants that zappy fella, the quarterback. Bailey Zappi? Bailey Zappi. Maybe. Uh, you might be right. I don't know. Well, we heard from uh, one of the McCourty twins, the one who just uh, retired, that uh, there was a divide in the locker room. Half the half the team wanted Mac Jones. Half the team wanted Bailey Zappi. Isn't that something? Now, that brings you back to the Jets situation with the way the, the Jets were in all the Mike White shirts. Yes. And it seemed like they were fully on board with Mike White, and yet you got Zach Wilson going out there stinking it up. Yep. That's hard. When the, when the locker room is split like that or in favor of one guy and not the other. Could you imagine being that other guy? Especially, it's funny, like two mediocre quarterbacks, you're split. It's like, eh. Well, that's true, too. Yeah. Yeah. Then I saw this guy never dies, Jerry. He's To me, he's the second in the line. The guy who goes woo? No. That's Ric Flair. He's still alive, <laughs> though. Good call. Um, You know, when you talk about quarterbacks who never die, Ryan Fitzpatrick normally is number one. The guy's right, but he retired. Every, he did eventually retire. But Brian Hoyer, still around, signing with the Raiders. I thought as a coach. No, I think he's signed as a backup quarterback. They they signed Danny Amendola as a coach. It's funny. I, the way I read it, I yeah. thought they signed both of them as coaches. No, Brian Hoyer is going wow. to be a backup. By the way, I know this is how quickly news flows in and out of my head. Yeah. I know Derek Carr is gone. I have no idea who the Raider quarterback is right now. Two-year deal. Two years. <laughs> Holy crap. Who is the Raider quarterback right now? I don't now? know. My, he's 37 years old. Uh, that's a good question. I mean, right now, I don't know. because it's Brian Hoyer's team. It's his to lose, Jerry. Do you, no, I don't know about that. Do you think that they are going to draft a quarterback? Maybe that's what they're planning I on I guess doing. so. Let's see. If I go to the uh, Raider depth chart, I don't know the answer to this. The Raider depth Did chart Did they sign someone we're not, uh, no one. not aware of I, that, or that we forgot about? Um... No. Did they sign Andy Dalton? I don't I don't think they did. Here we go. I'm looking at their quarterback. No, I think Andy Dalton went to Oh uh, Garoppolo went there. Right. Oh, I forgot about that. That's right. I knew somebody went. You know, that's so funny. That's right. The NFL offseason, and I knew somebody went to the Raiders. I knew they got a quarterback. Mm -hmm. I could not for the life of me think who it is. Yeah. All right, so it's Garoppolo with uh, Brian Hoyer now backing him up. Well, don't chase Garbers. Chase Garbers is backing him up. Yeah. So Brian Hoyer's third. I don't know. They got they got Brian Hoyer and Chase Garbers. Chase Garbers is a second year player out of Cal. Hmm. I'd love to see like his college stats. This guy looks like he's fifteen years old. He's a young looking uh six two, two hundred and fifteen pounds. Yeah. Wow. And Danny Danny Amendola is now a coach. That's pretty cool. That is cool. Absolutely. Under what, what uh, Josh McDaniels. What is his position? I think he's something with the wide receivers. That would make sense, Jerry. That would make It'd sense. It'd be great if he's a linebacker's coach. He could be an offensive assistant. <laughs> he might be. You know. He's defensive coordinator, Danny Amendola. They just brought him in. They think he could pick apart defense. He is not a defensive oh, coordinator. That Don't give cool. people stop it now. So this Chase Garbers, this yeah. guy, always fascinates me because he's in the NFL. And he's like, never heard of him. Never heard of you. He played four years at Cal and played in 15, 24, 35 games at Cal where he had 50 touchdown passes and 24 interceptions. Nice. He threw for 7,000 yards. Perfect. That's who I, I would bring this guy right on board. And yet, if he got into an NFL game, he'll look like he never played the position before. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to screw with your mind, right? Yeah, well, it goes to show that next level how much more difficult it is. When you go, you probably dominated in high school. 
you played really well in college. Sure. Then you get to the NFL. It's like you never you're played no before. One. Right. Yeah. That's got to be so bizarre. And then you get someone like Tony Romo out of Eastern Illinois. Not that he won a Super Bowl, but I'll never forget when they put him in that game. Well, I think it was Parcells that put him in the game in uh, a Monday night game. I think it might have been the Giants. I'm not sure. It's like, who the hell is this guy? Yeah. Next thing you know, he has this great career. Not as great as it should have been, but a great career. Like, what? Very strange. I, I bet it's so difficult to get over that mind part of all of a sudden you're not the best on the field. No matter of fact, you might be out of the 22 guys in the field. You might be 22. That's got to be so, yeah. like, you got to get over that hump first and then. Well, first you have to go defenses. out and prove to your team that you can do it. You need, like, your guys to believe in you. But before that, you got to believe in what you're doing. That's what I mean. You got to get past that. Oh yes. my gosh, maybe I do suck. But there's, I think there's like a couple of different humps, as you say, humps. that you have to get over before you can go out there and and really feel like you've got it by the nuts. Because otherwise, you got no chance. Yeah. And we have seen many backup quarterback come in and look like they've never thrown a football before. Right. Let alone do well. So pretty wild. All right, we'll take a break. Final break of the hour, and then when we come back, Gio will be in a seat. Boomer will be in his seat, and you will be there listening. We certainly hope so. Right now, it's an Odyssey Sports Minute. It's Amy Large. Oh, the way we started the show. We're talking pitch clock. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Right, a couple more minutes to go before we get to the Boomer and Geo. I know you left a big story for the end. Go. Only the biggest story out there today, Jerry, that uh, Joey Chestnut, the competitive Nobody eater. Cares. Well, I don't know about that. The Detroit Pistons seemed very entertained when he showed up maybe, to their locker room, I guess. Harder. And uh, he ate 38 wings in uh, three minutes. Was this last night? Um, yep. Do you have any idea who the Pistons played last night? The Mavericks. You know where that game was? Boston. <laughs> So, so the, to get this straight, you think the Pistons played the Mavericks in Boston? That's right, Jerry. Okay. They, <laughs> well, they were in Detroit since they had him in. Yes, they did have him in. And they I played the Heat, who he, beat them. He's doing something pregame or... or <laughs> he's le- making money is what he's doing. Just eating. But they were very amazed by his uh, 38 wings in three minutes. Do- no, I'm not saying well, I could do it. Well, hold on a second. We tried that here great. once, and Boomer had like six of them. Yeah, he had a casual lunch. I suppose. You want to try and eat 38 wings in three minutes? I don't, but I'm not a competitive eater, Jerry. I'm a regular. Now, I don't compete in my eating. Bone in or bone out? Bone. You got to have so the he bone. Ate the, he ate the wing with the bone. Yeah, but you got to eat around. The, and they, they How probably, do you not choke on the bone? Well, you don't swallow the bone, Jerry. But you have to rip the meat off the you bone. You do have to rip the meat off. And there's got to be probably, there's in competitive eating, I'm sure there are rules. You cannot leave certain amount of meat on the bone. Right. WFAN. WFAN-FM. WFAN-FM HD1 New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.